the truth. the heck was going on there with the uh i don't know that was weird hey uh oh yeah hi i'm jim press jim press show daily update thank you guys so much for tuning in uh it's february 6th could be a tuesday could be some date in the stall date of 1429 you know guys we have got ourselves uh ourselves an identity crisis here uh, of uh, great magnitudes, or how do you want to, wait, wait, great, uh, great, great something or others. Well, anyway, uh, I would have to say that we've got ourselves in a pickle. And the pickle is, is that I have watched over the last few, um, I've been watching things over the last year and a half to five years, I guess, depending on how you really want to look at it. But I've always had this discussed with graffiti and not that graffiti i guess in some place i have to put the disclaimer you know not that some graffiti isn't you know uh uh this or that you know it's uh some graffiti is great no it's not I-, I grew up in parts of phoenix and saw parts of phoenix where tagging and when the original tagging was going on it was about territory, meaning that I put my flag here, and then if you, you know, capture my flag and move my move your flag further into my territory, then you own that area. And this was done a lot of times through tagging, but also guerrilla type warfare, gang fights, whatever you want to call it, was actually no different than how. America is over in Ukraine going and telling the Gazarian Mafia, we'll support you against the Russian intruders. Even though we know that Ukraine is the motherland of Russia. Now, even though you may or may not believe that some people should be or should not be in certain areas, the problem is, is this is how we've always done it and this is how we've decided we want to do it. Now, we can divide the lines of people on color of skin, you know, mine's, uh, you know, whatever color you want to call it. Some days when my blood pressure gets up and I get a little bit angry and I har, it can turn kind of a deep red. And other days that can look like I'm a pasty white sheet of uh, marshmallow, you know? Well, I mean, I get it. Or we could do it by geography. Or we can do it by religion. We can do it by Ford versus Chevy. Ford versus Ferrari, the movie. Uh, we can say that, oh, I'm a... Uh, Hanna-Barbera cartoon lover. I'm not a Looney Tunes lover. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm a, uh, you, you see what I'm saying here? It really doesn't matter. Oh, I like Disney. I don't like Disney. I, I think, uh, AMC is better than, you know, Regal. Who cares? Sad part of it is, I don't know who actually designs I'm going to ask you a quick question. Who designs movie theaters? Have you ever really thought this is exactly what I wanted a movie theater to look like? Or how many times you go in there and the food is junk, junkier than junk, and it's really not that great? 
Even with the fancy seats. Who designs those things? Have they ever have they ever sat in a just a standard recliner? Anyway, I digress. My point is, is that I've actually sit here and I've watched our society break down in a way that I don't understand why this goes on. And I know it's part of the cycle of things, and we're and I should just accept it. Right? Oh, just accept it, Jimmy. You're just you're just so defiant. I don't understand you. You're just so mean, you know. Just you got to let people just spray can crap everywhere. And as I go down that path and saying, okay, well, I need to accept this or whatever it is or blah 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 blah, I I just I I don't I can't because I expect people to be better than they are, and not that I expect it because it's some some type of a criteria for me to say, listen, you shall do as I right. You may feel like there's a Something like I am being judgmental, but I'm not. What it is is I can I I will say this, and I you know I'm sure I can get in trouble somehow, some way. That I do see the good in people. I do see how people can be amazing, and I do see how because of laziness or certain behaviors, we kind of let ourselves fall backwards. Or the fact that we just don't want to be wrong, which is just your ego driving the truck and you think that, ah, I'm so dainty and soft and I'm just so meek and I, you know, meek means weak and I'm just the weakest of and I'm going to inherit the world because I just don't do anything. Well, that's wrong. And, and I've sat here and I've, I've tried to figure out why it is that we have decided that the ego driving us now wait I, i'll ask a thousand of you and and 9999 of you will say oh my ego is never at play i shall never succumb to the ego the ego is such a horrific demon i shall never you know blah blah blah, 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 blah right very all pomp and pompous and just full of hot air but that's ego ego is answering the question about ego would you let ego make the decisions? Would you let ego control you? When I see this, the, the tagging or the graffiti or the trains full of this spray cans of art that people think are just so cute and amazing. Oh, you took a poopy on the floor. Look how it towers above the one from yesterday. You're such a good little turd shaper. Hey, Cinder, how's it going? There you go. Yeah, Cinder came down early today. She usually tries to make an appearance once a week. Is this her? We got to start checking the Cinder appearances. See when Cinderella, 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 Cinderella. All right. Well, hey, I got to get done with the show. All right. We'll talk to you in a little bit here. So we'll go out to the mailbox in a minute, okay? I, I know. Mail, that's, that's an exciting word, mailbox. I get it. All right. When I see that there's, let's let's do this. We raised the limit for someone to purchase spray paint. We put a law, a federal law, which again, federal laws do not supersede the state, uh, the state government and should not be enforced uh, whatsoever because it is outside of the Constitution of the United States, the contract that we have all agreed to. This is what we want to do. 
we want to do constitutional things in a constitutional way, and so this is what we're doing. So, we, we as Americans, decided that we're going to make it a law that you can't buy spray paint without showing identification if you seem like you're under the age of 35. And you will have to show proof that you can possess spray paint at the age of 21. It is a federal law that says you cannot buy Sharpies until you're the age of 18. You cannot buy cigarettes until you're 21. You can't buy spray paint until you're 21. Yeah, guys, this is what we're doing now. Now, if you're a kid who's trying to buy some upside-down orange spray paint because you're doing a construction project and you needed some upside-down spray paint to be able to mark things out in the ground so that everybody remembers what you've asked them to do when you're gone. Can't buy it until you're 21, sir. You'll have to own that illegally. Oh, if you were smoking cigarettes at 19, suddenly they moved up to 21. Now you are a federal felon. Because you are purchasing or uh, holding onto a contraband called cigaretta before the age of 21. This is how we do this. This This is how we measure our society by success. Now, going back to the spray paint of things. We are going around and saying that people at the age of 21 will now somehow have the discernment in their heart prior to the age of 12, 14, 16, 20, 21, they will finally figure it out that maybe, just maybe, I don't want to go around and spray these artful pieces all over creation. But the problem is... We are, we are actually going about this all wrong. To limit somebody's ability to purchase said spray paint or Sharpie markers or, cig- or uh, you know, um, cigarette lighters. So, by the way, I actually, one lady actually made me, I know I'm, I look, you know, exactly like I'm 21 years of age. Um... Made me show ID. So the idea that this is a good thing for society, it actually is not. It's actually a hindrance because stupid people will start enforcing things that they inherently think are the law. A lot like face masks. A lot like the government chemical they try to put in your body. And by the way, way to go, guys. We've actually got the left calling the vaccine a jab. Um, this is where we don't seem to understand that we are, we are trending now. And so some of the stuff that we think is a, we're cutesy and we're going to do other things and you're not going to see this or that. And it's just our little secret code word by saying jab. Actually, the left is now using the word jabbed as one of their own. So when we think about how we are trying to be so cute and brilliant and things of that nature, we can act, we actually can say that we have really started to set a trend. But the reason I want to talk about the graffiti of things is because there was a great big, uh, Tanya Price says, hey, Jim, sad to hear about Toby Keith. Yeah, uh, there was a 
death of a country star. He died at 62 years of age. He died of cancer, and uh, that's unfortunate that that has happened. I understand a lot of people are fans of his. I remember that when the whole um, expansion of things with the uh, Love This Bar that came out after that song became a thing where all the Harrahs and those kind of places actually were uh, putting those in there. Sarah, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. And like I said, Tanya Price, thank you so much for being here. <clears throat> so, yeah, and, and I'm sad to hear about Toby Keith. I think that uh, he was uh, he was talented in his own way. I think he kept it real in a lot of ways. I don't know much about his personal life or what he had going on, but uh, that's not neither here nor there. I don't want again. We're not allowed to spoke speak ill of the dead. And uh, so we will just move on with that. I don't know what he was up against. I know that uh, Garth Brooks is a sucking hind tit because he is just not as popular as he thought he once was. Uh, but now, anyway, there's some other things because he actually is a big jabber. He likes the jab and thinks that everybody should get one. That's what Garth Brooks has said. But, hey, it's all right. Um, who was that one guy, Tim McGraw? Yeah, he's a big anti-gun guy. Oh yeah, he's an anti-gun tight, gun tight, gun tight, anti-gun tight. Yeah, he thinks that guns are bad, and uh, this is where we need to be mindful that it is uh, people like that who are driving the mainstream of things. I think that has more to do with his wife, uh, de nutting him. I think he has a personal life that is actually doesn't allow him to be as much of a man as he needs to be. And Tim McGraw, if you don't like it, come on the show. We'll talk about it. I'm not saying it's your gun stance that's the problem. It's just you in general. That there's some things about the stuff that I used to listen to your stuff on repeat and uh, spent a lot of time in the open road and d- driving back and forth to see my kids when I lived in Phoenix to Wichita. And, you know, I enjoyed your music. I enjoyed a lot of that stuff. But the sad part of it is I think somewhere along long you lost your way. And that's between you and your, your fans. And the uh, sad thing is I used to be a real big fan of Tim McGraw and also – Garth Brooks and others. Uh, Anyway. As we go through these times of the collapse of our society, and I know that there are people right now, I could go in to any city and say, hey, what do you think of things? How is that stock market? What do you think your 401k? And they're going to go, oh, the 401k is great. At the stock market's at 37, 8, 39 billion thousand. Oh, my 401k is great. It's awesomest. And then there's other people like, I can't get a job. And then there's, you know, Joe Biden talking about how he's created 375,000, 335,000 new jobs over um, over a quarter million new jobs, somewhere in that 375,000 range. Quarter That was just in one month. And then there's people out there that are working three jobs, and then there are people out there who are working one job, and there are people out there who are working no jobs. And I do believe your perception and perspective of things, the angle which you look at it and the thought process, what you think of it, has everything to do with your reality. I do believe that you can go to the fourth dimension, which means that if we kind of get a little bit biblical, get a little biblical on this, we can actually find ourselves saying that 
Isn't that what the ascension is? Isn't that what the rapture is? Isn't that where moving on to the next plane? Isn't that why it seemed like there was a lot less of us right after COVID? Where the streets and the stores and the businesses were really different? Since then, they just really have not been the same. It's as if there's half the population there used to be. Well, maybe it's not so much there's half, but maybe those people that we used to resonate with, the things that we used to see, we don't see anymore. The things that we used to understand are no longer a part of our vision. They're no longer part of our purview. And I want to say these things because I think that we have to talk about what is the title of the show today, which is the graffiti of things. Guys, go to My Daily Naturals, by the way, MyDailyNaturals.com. You guys can order your My Daily Naturals supplement package, which is the basic cell function package. Now, if you guys are wanting magnesium, you're wanting probiotics, you're wanting zinc, you're wanting C, you're wanting D, go over there, send an email to us, and tell us what you want. But the problem is, is that we have to, we have to, we're working on the approval of things, right? But if we know you're wanting one thing ahead of the other, we'll move that up in line of getting things on the website. So if you're wanting things, like we're having a big rush on magnesium right now. A lot of people are looking at the muscle function of things, and they want that magnesium. Uh, they're having the dis-ease of things, and they know that the cellular function, the gene markers are not being hit. right? And so this is where we put the iodine, the copper, the magnesium, and the methylfolate back in the body to create an ease of the process, a cellular process of the body. So this is what we do. So anyway, that's what we I want you to think about in these things right now. So... Uh, just think about that. If you guys are having dis-ease, things that aren't feeling good, if you're having mental function problems, it's not your brain. Listen to me. Stop believing you need some type of mood-altering, mind-altering drug to get you to sleep, get you to wake up, get you through the day. Those are people who just, those are just dumbing yourself down to where you are a zero-nothing. You're a zero-sum of life. You're not doing anything. You just exist. You're programming. Get your stomach, get your liver right, and that's where everything starts, guys. If you think that I'm wrong, go start looking it up and prove me wrong. I've got research for days on this, and in fact, I'm actually going to tell you right now, I do believe that autism is nothing more than glyphosate poisoning, and I've talked about this already, but we have a dis-ease in the body that actually affects the brain and its function along with the motor skills of the body. And guys, if you want to get to the point where you are at ALS, which is a type of spectrum, which is a type of autism, which guys, all this stuff is a type of body disease gel. It's basic cell function dysfunction. It's a dysfunction of basic cell functions. That is it. So if you want to get your life back on the track, you want to start plugging in pieces where glyphosate's knocking it out. Well, then, then do these little things for yourself. It's that easy. MyDailyNaturals.com. MyDailyNaturals.com. Uh, that is where you want to go. And by the way, if you guys want any turkey tail, raishi, lion's mane, and uh, what's that other one there, folks? Uh, the people in the studio audience? Oh, I'm just kidding. That's just a wall right there. Uh, and the, um, what is it? This It's the one I always kind of forget. Oh, man. What is it called? Raishi? Turkey tail, lion's mane, and the oyster one. Is that right? Is that right? No, it's not it. Anyway, I got four different kinds. Text me and tell me what you want. Yes, right now we are shipping them out for 40 bucks. 
a bottle. If you think that's uh, too high of a price, we are actually doing a bio readily available two ounce bottle of mushroom supplements. And I am going to tell you right now, the concentration which we are giving you are literally at 100x, 10x, whatever. It's more than 1x. How about that? I'm telling you right now with what we're doing with these mushrooms and the vacuum process of it, you are absorbing and accepting things into your body that's going to resonate with your body and fix you in a ways that you haven't begun to understand. I, I just I just want you to hear that. So anyway, so as we go down through the things of our day, I, I want I'm saying that I want you guys to see that there are things out there that <laughs> John Kenny says Barf Brooks. Is an Obama lover. Oh, I know he is. Uh, well, we... I, I want you guys to think about how I've talked about how spray paint's illegal, even upside-down paint at the hardware store is illegal for kids under the age of 21. Now kids are under the age of 21. I thought kids were like... 12 and 13 year olds. I thought that's for kids. Young adults was when you hit that like 13, 14 range right there. You start driving. Uh, my son drove at 14. I was driving at eight. Uh, if you think I'm lying to you, you don't even know the story. Uh, I was driving at eight. I was doing a lot of this stuff. Um, and uh, so, anyway, I thought kids were that, but I guess we are now letting kids get way older before we actually call them adults, which is really stupid on our part. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's see if I can get this one thing. I want to show you guys this thing. Oh, here it is. Uh, is that it? Oh, there we go. This is a building. So I, I'm going to go ahead and bring this over so you guys can see this here. This is a building that was uh, that I want I want to talk about the graffiti of things and I want you guys to listen to this because I think that there's something in society but also I want to think about things in our history. Now we've gone and we have actually said things like you know there is this whole problem with kids and their ability to tag buildings and obviously we need to get this under control because it's out of control and by God that we you know, we will do that by telling kids they can't have spray paint at a certain age. And that's how we do that. We're just gonna, That's how we're going to figure this out. We're going to make the world a better place. You can't have graffiti or paint to do graffiti. Now, let's go through this. I want to show you real quick what, it, what, was, what I'm talking about here. Here's the article here. This is actually um, <clears throat> from the BrooklynStreetsArt.com. And uh, so this, this individual, this is in Miami. This uh, apartment complex is this my yeah this is downtown by Miami. They've gone and they've just marked up this building, including painting on the ground or on the roof, uh, the roof deck of the building next to it. And you go down through here, you can see that oh they did these little like apples or cherries or tomatoes or whatever they are, and they just did one after the other after the other, and they repeated the same process over again, which is a lot of talent. I will give you that's a lot of talent there. And then we got this whole thing right here where you got the they got the bird and then you got the you know some you know you got the, you got all these different window montages, right? And so here's just this and then here's a real good just snaparulo just right there in the front of it. You just get the whole get a whole big mouthful of that right there. See it? 
And then you go, and then this is just another shot. And then here's some more close-up shots of it. And here's a shot from it way down from... So Swift, Swiper, Swiper TSO, I don't know who Swiper TSO, but this is, this is what we do. TSO, I don't know, I can't see what the other part of that is there. And, and then they did the, the long part of this, which means that they had to have had some type of straight edge, means that they had to have some type of cabling, they had to have some type of support when they did this, which I would be, you know, wondering how OSHA feels about this. But anyway, so then they've tagged the other side of the building here. And uh, then they tagged along the tops of this, and this has now become a thing, right? Now, the problem is is that someone is going to be mad if you bother to tear this down. So if you bother to tear it down, well, you're tearing down art. Now, let me go back to the beginning of a little bit of this, and I said this about how societies are breaking down, that we have a breakdown in society. And I said your version of this is actually going to be different because you resonate differently with things around you, right? You see things differently, things are different, and you just, that's how it works. Well, when we go and we look at other societies, why is it that we consider anything that we found left behind, which is usually trash? Listen to what I'm just saying there. Why do we go around and we look at these old societies and we start looking at what these societies left behind, and it's usually the trash that is left behind. It is not the, you know, a lot of like we have the the, the uh, libraries of Alexander and other things like that. We don't, we're not talking about our, you know, the lost city of Atlantis, the different civilizations across the world. Anytime we find a big old pile of something, we're like, oh, look what we found here in the ground. It's, oh, it's, it's so beautiful. What is this? It says we stand with all patriots. The Jim Price Show.com. Oh, this must have been their this must have been their oh, this was how they led their life and and I can read by these words and the capitalization of the letters and some letters and then oh this thing, this dot com must have been such a powerful Well and this is just a jar opener. You know, you that's a Jim Price Show.com jar opener. You can use it to open up your jars. And I use it because I don't want the mic stand marring up my desk. So when we run around and we see things like this building and we say, oh, we can't tear this down because it's obviously beautiful. That nonsensical code marking to different people to signify something to a small group of people somehow is going to go down the annals of history as being the factual art or factual history of things in the world around us. We do know. Now, I want you guys to go with me here for a second. We do know that the Egyptian tombs, uh, the Valley of the Kings, the pyramids, the Sphinx, uh, other artifacts across the Middle East have been modified, have been altered, have been graffitied by very similar types of word form. And we know that it was made to look similar, but also we can tell distinctively how they were applied. They're not the same. There are black 
alaba- as a black alabaster and a black stone. We'll go, go black stone. We're trying not to be too accurate here because, by gosh, you know, so we would have the fact checkers out on us. But there are different sphinx, different godlike statues that have this extra panel on them where we do see that this extra panel was added on significantly later and was not part of the original construction of those said statues. And this is evident even in the stone walls, even in different parts of Egypt. So again, we understand that there has been a reset of things, the shaking of the snow globe and restarting of the society around us. That has been something that we have all done. We've all seen it. We all know what's a part of this. So anyway, I just want you guys to think about how when we look at graffiti like this and we say, oh, well, that graffiti, that building now. Scarlett, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you being here. When we see see people out there going, oh, you can't, you know, they that mural on the side of that building is now art because Banksy made it a thing, and so now it's a Banksy thing. And it's worth millions of dollars. The building is worth $200,000, but the painting on the brick on the outside, it's not weatherproof, it's not UV protected, it's not sealed in, it wasn't put on a clean surface, so it's going to flake off and chip off anyway. But that paint on that brick is worth millions of dollars, even though the building itself has not gained one ounce of value. But that is, and you can't tear it down, and you can't build next to it, and you can't get rid of it. Because now we've now normalized that we think that some of these people who've gone out here and done this are somehow the scholars of our day writing down the histories and the times of our, of our existence. Like this is them putting forth those things of effort. Now, how does that sound to you when you start realizing that the governments are out there actually lying to you about what they're doing and what your history really is? but at the same time telling you that anything factual is anything on an Egyptian tomb or in a cave somewhere, that those cave drawings were absolutely two-scale pictorials of hunting scenes and all kinds of other stuff, or were they just the little jerks that were in there painting instead of out there doing what they should have been doing? And if we see that this is actually part of the cycle of our society— the decline of things, the destruction of things, the glo- the snow globe, the reset of things. We know these things are happening continuously through cycles of geological, geological events, political events, financial events, crop famine, whatever you want to call it. I have an issue with the fact that we cannot even be honest with the fact that we know that it's just a bunch of teenagers out there huffing paint, making big squirrely lines and signs and different types of you know fonts now. And it's not beneficial to our society. But here's the problem. Let's say we all do die of COVID tomorrow because, oh, God dang it, it's going to kill us all. The big... Scary fart in the wind, the Mexican beer flu, the coronavirus that was going to kill us all. What if we all did die? What if we did? All right, here. here all right. Boop. All right. Uh, 4.32 Central Time, February 6th. We all died. Everybody just bloom right where you're sitting. Eventually, the power starts to dim. Things start to burn here and there. The water backs up. The sewage doesn't flow. 
It doesn't flow down, but it's not flowing. There's nothing flowing into it either. The animals and the crickets and the bugs and things start to take over. And then somewhere along the line, some far, far away, wherever, someone who didn't have connection with all the known world that said that they needed to have this government chemical to exist on this earth didn't take that, and they start to cry out, crawl, crawl out of their primordial zoos or whatever it is and start having babies, and they start populating because things kind of start just being readily available to them. So they start, you know, venturing out further and further away from their points of origin, and then eventually they start meeting up in these big cities where they see these great big concrete towers with glass and wires and cables and all this other stuff, and they're just trying to figure it out. And there's these little pieces of metal and these little things with screens and these microphones with nothing. Like they don't understand. Like, hey, well, how does this work? You know, they you know, they can't read the words on the side. It says hog, uh, high performance, uh, pig hog, high performance. Oh, they don't even know how to read it because they don't know that language because it's our language, right? English language is all jacked up anyway. See, my problem is is that we're going through a, a bit of a reset of things. We're going through a lot of things that we really probably should be questioning how we're going to leave our legacy behind, what it's going to look like when we're not here, and what it really looked like before we got here. And stop lying about those things, and let's start getting together and creating a greater a, a, a consciousness amongst ourselves and say that we can understand and see things exponentially. We can see things in a certain way. We can see that this is happening. Or do you want to just continue running down a hill where you're paying off debt that's actually fictitious? By the way, let me ask you a quick question. If there was no money today in your pocket, in your bank account, in this world, would you stop existing? If what we understood to be commerce was just no longer a thing and we didn't have to purchase internet, we didn't have to purchase laptops we didn't have to purchase tablets we didn't have to purchase these things what if we were all just a what if we just had those things i wonder if we are actually realizing that this is a time for us to wake up and understand that with the government lies that we're living in and we're allowing this to happen, we're just looking the other way while we see people like myself or, you know, Roger Stone or General Flynn or Trump or, you know, all these different people. I mean, do we want to let this time in history escape us only because we don't want to get involved because we don't want to get our nose bloodied when we run through that brick wall we don't want to deal with the broken skin on our forehead from beating in the brick wall we we just rather just kind of just get through this and hope for the best let me ask you this have you ever played a video game where just being and just existing ever won you anything or got you anywhere and wasn't it eventually that even in the video game itself, it actually just would come and pursue you if you tried to avoid the monster? Wouldn't it just get so radically hard that eventually you just die because you can't avoid the bullets or the asteroids or the missiles or the mushrooms or the whatever it is that comes after you in the game? The Donkey Kong barrels, the... Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I, I Guys, I don't know if you guys realize that this is a... This is a participation game. And this goes back to the NPCs of things where the non-player participants, these people that just seem to be um, 
you know, a robot, you know, like, like, hey, we need to invent robots. I don't know. Have you walked around society lately? I don't think we need to invent robots. I think we have a lot of those auto-programmed devices running around already. I don't think there's anything fancy about that. I don't think we got to get in there and say, you know what, I got let's get some, Let's get some robots, man, because we need more robots. John Kennedy, Starlink and Tesla free energy is almost here. Oh, I agree. I agree. The sad part of it is, is there will be people that will reject that, John. John Kennedy, I know you're, and I, you know, we, you, we talk, and I, I appreciate your wisdom on this, but I will tell you that I do believe that we will have people, even if we tell them, we say, hey, by the way, listen, um, you know, here's energy for free. You don't have to worry about your electric bill or your gas bill or property tax. It, I have, I, I, and why I could say that, let me give you an example of this real quick. Uh, when Kansas had, had, they had passed a law in 2024, 2024, all right, this year, 2014, 10 years ago, it made it to where it gave people who were private owners, sole proprietors of their business. In other words, you know, all the small business people who are selling tacos and, you know, whatever's out there and ice cream or had a burger shop. Those people, those one-off entities didn't have to pay personal income tax. That means that they could just keep their money. And Kansas saw the, one of the biggest boons in small business growth and also revenue generation. But I sat across from a lawyer who I would, again, I've had coffee with a lot of people and I, and I tend to do that, but had a coffee with an individual. He was a lawyer and he says, no, I can't allow this to continue. I have to pay my fair share. I said, well, you can write your own check to the state of Kansas. So you can just do whatever you want. No, no, we need to change the law. Everybody needs to pay their fair share. And in 2016, I mean, I was not really, I had just gotten into the real politics of things. I really started to kind of barely see the little glimpse of what I now call the establishment. And so I can say that, yes, I have, um, I have grown since then. But when I listen to this individual, this attorney, and I could tell you his name, I don't think I need to, but I have never mentioned his name here on the air, so it's not something that you should know uh, uh, positively. But anyway, this individual was very emphatic that we need, and when they did take and repeal the tax to start taxing small businesses at the full rate of large corporations, he celebrated. He was giddy. He showed me the newspaper article. He was happy that Kansas repealed that and started taxing those people back, even though the state had an uptick of news business being started in Kansas, also had an uptick in tax revenue. Why? Because people got to, they just got to spend more money the way they wanted to. And actually, that makes the money machine flow faster. If government understood that they are just a filter. And the higher the density of the filter, the more it's trying to really get every little single thing out of the water, the air, the whatever, the money machine of things, it slows that progress through that medium down. 
which means you actually end up, you slow down the economy, you slow down the flow of things, you slow down that filter. So you end up collecting less money. But government doesn't think this way. They don't understand this way. There's not, an, there's not a, a part where then they look inside and they think, maybe we ought to do this differently. So when we say things like, hey, let's you know tax less so we can get the economy going, that's exactly how you get the economy going. The sad part of it is it actually also brings in huge amounts of money to the government, which then, like drunken sailors, don't know how to stop themselves from just spending it all instead of saying, hey, we've got a 10% surplus this year. Let's hold it back for next year. And then we'll start collecting, and then the next year we'll have 10% again, so that's now 20%. And then by the time you get to the 10th year, you have 100% of all your revenue for next year. So right now, we would be collecting revenue for 2025 because we already collected everything in 2023 for 2024. So we knew by the end of the year, hey, you've got $10 for the whole year. So we know how to manage that. Sad part of it is, is that the human, the human gluttony of things, the selfishness of things tells us that we can't just simply do that. We can't bother to go ahead and say, listen, we're going to get out of the way of these people. We're going to let them do what they want. We're not going to do speed traps. We're not going to be chasing them down for all these things. We're just going to let things go. And you'd be surprised how much more money we would have and how fast we would be out of debt. But also, the one other part of this would be to move to a consumer tax only, that you're only taxed on purchases. Now, what would that be like? What would that mean? Well, it would mean that you would actually be out of debt within three to five years, even at $32 trillion. That's right, guys. I mean, this math has not changed. But the moment you started to turn around the first year and you chunked down like $5 trillion on debt because you're only doing purchase agreement, not Sell, you're not doing. You're not doing the, the 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 property tax. You're not doing income tax. You're not doing corporate tax. Only purchase agreement tax. That's it. But no tax on food, no tax on 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 personal property. None of that. Okay. Only on the purchase. If I buy a hundred thousand dollar car, I pay ten percent on that hundred thousand dollar car. I give the dealer a hundred and ten thousand. He takes that ten thousand. He gives it to the government. And that's all they get. That's everybody. No, 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 no. It's not 10% for out of your paycheck for the city and 10% for the county and 10% for the state and 10% for the federal government. That's all you need to run all of the entire government ever. But here's the brilliant part of that. If you put in there that you can only spend like, let's say 80% of that money that you receive and the rest of it has to be put back, how flush would this country be and how what would the buying power of this country be almost overnight? If we were actually to go into a huge spending cut at the government level, our credit rating and our purchasability and our strength globally would fly off the handle. But no one in the economy will tell you that. Nobody in these economists will tell you that. Why? Because they make a living off of making it so confusing you have to bother to ask them by paying them for their opinion on the complicated system they designed so you can't figure it out. Now listen to what I just said there. 
They're not going to tell you that that's how simple it is. You cut the government down. All of a sudden, we're going to be flushed with money. Our economy is going to be amazing, and we're going to be the most powerful thing on earth, and people will seek us out if we just cut our government down to nothing. And if we actually put a limiter on saying that how much government per capita there can be, in other words, if we have 360 million people in America, well, you only get to have $100 per person to run all of the governments. So you better figure out what's really, 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 really important. Because you have immigration and national security at the federal level. And then you got some things at the state and you got some things at the county and some things maybe at the city. But it doesn't have anything to do with a multi-trillion dollar judicial system nationwide. It doesn't have anything to do with a multi-billion dollar prison system nationwide. It has nothing to do with all these buyouts and payouts and government buildings and new bridges that go to nowhere and shiny little things that have nothing to do with that. No, the people get to pick those things. The people get to have their projects. The people matter. We go back to the old bond system. Remember, if you didn't buy war bonds, we couldn't go to war. We couldn't just finance it with swiping daddy's credit card. So when we think about what graffiti looks like in our society, we're seeing that this is the end of a society. We've seen it in Venezuela. We've seen it in Cuba. We've seen it in Russia. We've seen it all across this world where we see the demolition or destruction of a society internally. Now, America is doing it a little bit more slowly. They're dying a little slower. They're 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 kind of unwilling to just let it go because they believe in what they are. But if actually in reality, if, if just like in the idea of the first thing you learn as a lifeguard is that your life is worth more than the person you're saving. Now listen to what I just said there. Your life is worth more than the person you're saving. So is it worth you sacrificing yourself to save America or do you just stand up and say, well, this is what America looks like. This is what safety looks like. And uh, you know what? We can go ahead and have what we think America really is, but let go of the old one. But we don't have to believe in all the graffiti of times gone by. We don't have to believe in the graffiti of things that were put on a cave wall or written over in an Egyptian tomb or put on a building in Miami because now we're going to have a fight over whether that's a national monument or not. And I will tell you a lot of these behaviors that we're facing that have to do with graffiti, that have to do with people wanting to belong, that have to do with gangs, most of this is because of the food that we eat is really causing us to really be erratic, not do what we would understand to be normal, not bringing us back to our roots, not putting our feet in the ground, not understanding that the, that the ground and the world around us has all kinds of answers, that we don't need to go and spray paint things and chemically alter our bodies with all the different hydrocarbons and the fumes that are in those spray paints. Hey, you can spray paint whatever you want. But don't tell me these kids' mental condition is not being affected by that. And to say that now somehow if we all poofed off of this earth at this moment that someone's going to come out of the primordial ooze tens of thousands of years or hundreds of days or, I don't know, 10 days from now when they can't find anybody and they find these buildings like, oh, this was what their great, their great art. Oh, we shall preserve this because the message is how do we decode all this crap? 
But we can't have that conversation because our own government is literally telling us lie after lie after lie after lie. Oh, here's Daisy. Well, come on. Come on. I, what are you all fired up for? She just come in here. Well, come on. What are you doing? All right. Well, okay, Daisy, you're going to... Oh, she's going to hit my light. Watch. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Stop. Okay. All right. Yeah, there she is, Cinder. What is she doing? Why is she all wound up? Why are you guys so wound up? All right. So let's get back to the idea that we're looking at a society that we know is breaking down. And are we going to be able to be like Bugs Bunny in the... Remember when he was falling? Bugs Bunny was falling in the telephone booth. And he's up. And he's falling. And at the very last second, he steps out of it. And then the, the telephone booth just goes. And it collapses into the ground. Are we going to be able to do that? Are we going to be able to pull ourselves off to where we can actually we can actually just go ahead and say, oh, there, yeah, that old America, that dropped off. We're going to use that Constitution thing. We're going to dust that whole thing off, and that's the life we're going to live. We're going to go buy the original contract. Now, remember that George Washington was not the first president of America. There was 12 to 13 before him that were not called presidents, but we know that we were never taught that in our own elementary, middle school, or uh, middle school or junior high and high school of things. Yeah, what was that about, Cinder? I don't know what you guys were doing. Crazy. Oh, what is that floating in my water? Ugh, a piece of dust. You know what? Why is it? I just can't have anything. Look at that, Cinder. It's crazy. I can't have anything nice. So, are we going to be able to create the parallel economy that we watch what we know to be the old America slough off like a lobster shell? About every one to two years, a lobster, you know, sheds itself and becomes bigger. Its tail, its body, its claws. Are we going to be able to say that we need to get a bigger home and we move out of one seashell into the other? Maybe we can go into this and say, you know, guys, listen, we get it. We screwed up. We weren't good sentinels. We didn't put ourselves in a good situation. And so let's do this whole thing. Let's reset the America. And let, let's see what we can do here. Let's see what we can do if we reset America. What happens then if we reset America? Back to America. What if we do call that the great reset of things? What if we do make that a thing? Can we go back and say that this old art that we saw on these Egyptian whatevers, the Mediterraneans, the Italys, the Colosseums, the the catacombs of France, can we go back and start being honest about where these really came from and the fact that we don't know what most of these dates are and this whole carbon dating thing of things? By the way, how is this piece of aluminum on this laptop any different than any other piece of aluminum anywhere else? Oh, no, I can date this aluminum to see that it was refined in 20, you know, whatever it was. I think this one's four or five years old now. No, no, the aluminum that's over there in that field way out in that desert, way far away from everything, that's 50 million years old. That aluminum's different. Is it? Is it, is it different? I don't think it is. See, this is where I don't think that 
we have been as honest as we should. Just because everybody wants to agree with the same process and they seem to think they get the same answers, I really don't think our calculator is doing a very good job on the calendar that we know has been modified and revised and shooken up and all kinds of stuff. And the fact that we still deal with calendar manipulation with daylight savings time, leap years, the 12-month calendar. Guys, we know that this is all jacked up. They do this to keep us out of dis-ease, the regulation of our lives, 28-day cycles. When you guys start pushing for this, when you guys start wanting this, we can have it. Do you understand that other countries around the world do not have the same calendar we have? And we act like... Changing our calendar, what to a 13-month calendar, is like some kind of leap of impossibility. But in reality, it's actually what they've been doing all along. They've been modifying it when they needed to. The MK Ultra of things, the manipulation, the Mandela effect, is all just a science experiment about a government to see how far they can take you, how, how high they can turn the heat up before you realize that you're being boiled alive. Ta-da! Welcome to your life. This is what we do now. We have all these problems like this, and this is what we're up against. So anyway, I'm going to get out of here, guys. This is what we... I got to... Oh, yeah. John K. says, uh, Carbon dating is a crock. The Bible says the earth is only 6,000 years old. Uh, yeah. yeah. Let's not get too far down that rabbit hole there. Uh, there's a lot of those things that really are kind of hurtful in our brains of things. So anyway... All right, guys, remember the 10% we do for a neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government. The more you do for them, the less they have to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. There will be a far, far better place. Remember, hold the line. Hold fast. You don't give up. You don't give in. We will win. I promise I don't make promises I can't keep, guys. You've always been the answer. Remember, the Constitution limits the government, but never you. We stand with all patriots is the common theme here on the Jim Price Show. We stand with all patriots. Uh, you know, that's a uh, can opener. You guys get those on the JimPriceShow.com store as well as hoodies and T-shirts and license plates, and all kinds of stuff over there, and coffee mugs, and all that good stuff. Guys, if you guys want anything like that, go ahead and go over there, take a look at it. Uh, you guys, we are pretty good about shipping out within a week. Uh, so if you order today, you'll probably get it by the end of the week or the first of next week. So that's just how it works here. Uh, we're very efficient at those things. So guys, be positive out there. Understand we are winning, and we are changing this message. But do not let people go around and continue to destroy what you know is the beauty around you with what they want to call as art. I think, I do believe the Impressionist movement was brought into mind control to not let you understand what real beauty is, just like we have the old Tartarian buildings. We went into this Pollock of things, this uh, even Salvador Dali of things, where we have the melting paints and stuff. And I, I, I've done some Impressionist painting myself as well. But the realists and the real sculptures of things, remember, they went around and knocked all the wieners off of all the statues and put little oak leaves on there as a part of the, of the purification of the Catholic Church through the European uh, nations, and those things actually used to have phallic members on them, but they've gone around and destroyed most of those things. But if you look at some of those sculptures, you'll see that we are far more intelligent, far more able than we are now. All right, guys, well, that's about it for me here. Remember that you guys have always been the answer and never, ever give up on that. Remember, your future is a reflection of your heart now. Make sure your heart's in the right place every single day being better than the day before. I'm Jim Price, the Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys all be good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.